Well, we have a very special guest, as promised, joining us in the studio today on an important anniversary for his country, which I will come on to. But first, let me talk about the man himself, Otar Bejenisvili, ambassador of Georgia to the Republic of Korea, that is South Korea, has been in the post since last year, having previously held the role in Brazil, Ecuador, Peru and Bolivia and studied international security and environment at NATO Defence College. We can now welcome His Excellency in the studio to talk about the great natural environment in Georgia, its relationship with South Korea, and the recent turbulent history since achieving independence from Russia in the 1990s, really leading the way for a number of other countries to do the same. And there are some striking parallels politically with uh, other recent developments, for example, in Ukraine. So thank you very much for joining us. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning. Thank you for hosting this very morning. Well, let's first talk about ties between these two countries. Um, and the economy often takes a, a very prominent seat when we talk about bilateral relations. So um, what's the situation with the free trade agreement? South Korea seems very open to free trade. Uh, thank you for this question. First of all, the Georgia and uh, Korea celebrated 25th uh, anniversary of the diplomatic relations last year, uh, establishment of the diplomatic relations. And since I have arrived, as you have mentioned, one year, I'm uh, robustly working uh, with the Korean government uh, to easing uh, of our relations in terms of the economy because it's the vital importance for us. Georgia is the making the same path in terms of the opening up and making the free trade agreements, especially with the uh, Eastern Asian countries. And we have just uh, concluded our free trade agreement with China. Now we are looking forward uh, for Korea and I'm working uh, for this reason. Some of our listeners might not um be too familiar with Georgia. Uh, and I, I know, having spoken to you off air briefly, that there are some wonderful opportunities for tourists to go and have a good time there. And in fact, one of my great friends from school has just done a, a long travel journey and he was posting images of his trip to Georgia and he had a fantastic time there. Very complimentary about the wine. Um, but, um, but there's this free industrial zone in your country. Uh, before we you know, get more onto those cultural side of things. Can you tell us a bit more about that for people who might want to do business in your country? Uh, Georgia made uh, tremendous reforms in terms of the liberal, uh, to make a liberal economy. And we are uh, number nine if, of the, the easing of doing business in the world. And uh, we have the almost zero bureaucracy. And we are one of the leaders and champions in terms of the fighting against the corruption. That means that Georgia became in our part of the world one of the most uh, reliable partner in terms of the doing business. And I think that uh, we have created the free and uh, industrial zones and free economic zones as well, uh, which gives the opportunity for the uh, foreign investment to do, do, do business in Georgia and uh, throughout the Georgia to do business in the whole region. And we have, uh, as I have mentioned, the free trade agreements with all our neighbors, uh, including uh, uh, the European Union. We have signed it now uh, for free and comprehensive free trade agreement with the European Union. And that gives the opportunity for the Korean investors to do business in Georgia because there is a big market behind us. And if we went to Georgia right now, we'd find some evidence of um, Korean involvement with the Korea Water Resources Corporation, for example, yes, undertaking this um, hydroelectric power plant construction project. 
so is that a boost and an opportunity to build on something like that? Definitely. Definitely, because the uh, K-Water is one of the biggest investors in my country from the Korean Republic. And uh, I think they invested more than one billion in the energy sector. That means that if this project will go successfully, that it will now follow up the other companies as well. And this is tremendous importance for our government uh, to make this project successful, because it will have the bilateral impact on our relations. Well, I'm sure... There are plenty of opportunities there for people to check out if they are interested. But we may also have heard about Georgia for the wrong reasons uh, in the recent past conflict. And that is what brings us to today's important anniversary. It has been 10 years since the Russo-Georgian war broke out when Russian troops crossed the border in advance to the South Ossetian uh, conflict zone. And... Well, that was August 7th, 2008, just to be clear. Obviously, we can't do this issue full justice in the time that we have available today. But can you tell us how this conflict has continued to leave a legacy 10 years on? Uh, Thank you for this question. So on the eve of the 10th anniversary of the August was today, my country has been invaded by the Russian Federation and its uh, military aggression uh, still continues the illegal occupation of the 20% of the Georgian territory. Moreover, Russia has intensified the steps towards the factual annexation of Abkhazia and Srinwali regions south of Asia, seeking full incorporation of Georgia's uh, integral parts into its military, political, and economic systems, which is full disregard of the international law. And I would like to say that uh, a few years later, the same pattern was used against the Ukraine. Uh, now, today, the ethnic Georgians who remained in the occupied territories are now the subject of the intensified discrimination. Russia and its occupying regime are making the lives of ethnic Georgians living in Abkhazia and Srinwala region, South Ossetia, unbearable, and there are no international mechanisms operating on the ground to effectively address these challenges. Moreover, both occupation regimes have been actively attempting to remove Georgian trends from Abkhazia and Srinwali regions south of Asia by tearing down homes, ethnic Georgians, changing the names of town, villages, and uh, streets. The 10 years of Russian occupation policy has vividly demonstrated that the way towards sustainable peace and security lies on full implementation of the EU-mediated 12 August 2008 ceasefire agreement that envisages withdrawal of Russian forces and creation of the international security arrangements on the ground. These are the steps that can be game-changer for the conflict transformation and confidence building. One thing that some of our South Korean listeners might be able to kind of sympathize with is the way in which when you, when you come up against a, a giant country like we have sometimes with China, for example, yeah. it can be hard to get your story across. Is, is, that, is that continue to be a challenge for Georgia? Yes, it's a very big challenge because that uh, when you are having the big neighbor, it's, uh, well, it's very challenging in the various parts of it, starting from the political, ending with the economy. But we are trying to peacefully resolve this resolution. Uh, what we have, the conflict with Russian Federation. I think that uh, peace will prevail everything in the, but South in the Korea's future. O- I think South Korea has also shown how culture can be so powerful, soft power in other words. And, and, and arguably definitely. South Korea has a much louder voice than China on the global stage when it comes to uh, music and movies and um, other areas of influence. Um, 
certainly in terms of the the cool factor and and uh and that's very interesting isn't it when when we i mean is that something that people in georgia have started to appreciate for example yes uh, uh, this is the uh, right parallel what you are making i think that we are enjoying with south korea a lot of uh, common things in our histories because that both of our nations are one of the oldest nations in the world and uh, we are uh, passing through the centuries with the occupations invasions and uh, no, the wars against our neighbors but uh, uh, both of us we are defending our entities and our culture and that was our survival because this, we are one of the oldest uh, languages in the world what we have and I think that uh, they survived our countries till today both both of these countries like to have fun as well uh, we, we have our own um, local brews in this country but also in Georgia you're particularly famous for wine and i must confess i'd not heard much about georgian wine before uh but uh since finding out about it i i, I seem to hear about it here there and everywhere w- why um is it so special first of all and uh and why is it that we don't hear as much about it as french italian spanish wine for example <laughs> Uh, thank you. As being in Georgia, and it's very you know, always very pleasure to speak about our wine. First of all, we are the uh, first country, according to the scientists, that in the sixty thousand years ago, that has been uh, where the wine has been born. It was in Georgia, and uh, we have around five hundred types of indigenous Georgian wines, and all of them are made in traditional Georgian made which means that uh, it has totally different uh, process of its fermentation and the filtration itself. And it's uh, very organic, has very special taste, uh, very different from the European wines. And I think that it's becoming more popular and popular day by day. And uh, we are captivating a lot of hearts around the world in this regard. And when you mentioned regarding the tourism, I think that my country is the uh, uh, one of the leading countries in terms of the receiving tourists in the, our days because we have received last year more than 7 million tourists, which is the double digit of uh, double uh, than our population. We are 3.5 million. And uh, with wine tourists, uh, 30% counts for the wine tourism. You also have beautiful mountain scenery uh, and the kind of beach holiday experience. Yeah. Uh, like it's, I know you've just been on a vacation back to Georgia. Yeah. It was a dry heat, but it certainly was a nice summer holiday. Yeah, this is fantastic place for the hikings. We have the. Uh all nature, like from the climate zones, uh, there is existing only nine. In Georgia, we have eight. And uh, there is a place that you can skiing and swim in one day. Wow. But it, it's obviously a big draw because even with all the problems with Russia over the last few years, you continue to draw in millions of Russian visitors. Yeah. That's correct, because that uh, when it comes to the people-to-people contacts and when it comes to the culture and tourism, there is no problem between us. And I think that uh, a lot of Russian tourists are coming to Georgia and enjoying their stay there. Can, can people feel very safe when they come to your country? I think but, that's something that's always in the back of the minds of a, a tourist when they go to a place that's had a recent conflict. But I know from a brief study that that it seems to be quite multicultural and and that's always a sign of being accepting 
Yes. Uh, now, when you are receiving the seven million tourists uh, in our days, uh, which is the, as I have mentioned, the double than our population, of course, the safest is number one priority for the tourists. And I think that Georgia is one of the most safest country in the part of our uh, region. And uh, this give us, uh, gives the tourist opportunities to enjoy. And I would like to mention when it comes to the religious, uh, we have a very big uh, uh, influx of the tourists in terms of the uh, uh, religious tourists because that Georgia is the uh, most uh, tolerant, I, I could say, the religious uh, freedom country. Uh, you could see in my capital, in the 50 meters radius, the operable synagogue, uh, Muslim mosque, uh, Orthodox Church, and Catholic Church together, which is very rare to meet. Yeah, it, it certainly is. I thought it was. Um, I thought Itaewon was multicultural, but I, I, I think Itaewon's still lacking an official synagogue uh, to add to that list. Um, but um, briefly, so if, if if someone listening now decided they'd like to go there, but they still wanted to get a, a taste of Korea while they were there, which maybe isn't something that people should be worrying about when they're going on holiday but there is actually a tight-knit community of koreans in georgia yes it's becoming increasing and increasing i would like to say the starting since the we um, robust our relations with uh, the republic of korea and opened our embassy in 2012 we had only 100 tourists at that time and the last year uh, in the five years row we have the 200 percent uh, rise of the influx of the tourists from korea we had almost seven thousand. And this year, I would like to say that we have organized the five charter flights from Incheon to Tbilisi in my capital, which brought another wave of the Korean tourists there. And I think that Koreans feeling very safe and my country is very similar to Korea itself with its landscape and plus the Koreans enjoying with the Georgian hospitality. Well, it's been great hearing more about a country that's not mentioned on a daily basis on our show. And it's also been a pleasure to have you in the studio, Your Excellency. Thank you so much for hosting.